Well, did you actually buy anything? Because we can do the segment things I bought at Jeffrey's. <laughs> Jeffrey. Also, I did buy stuff from Jeffrey's, but none of it's like funny or like over um... the top. Like I bought the Rubik's Cube that I'm currently playing with. I bought a mad ball, like those old school, like nasty looking foam balls. I got a Finn Balor monster action figure without the packaging. It was just laying there, so I bought it. I got a second copy of Drop Mix and a nice. hundred and a hundred and twenty-five fidget spinners. You know oh. what? Now that I'm starting back over, I do think that there was something interesting purchased, and it was a hundred and twenty-five fidget spinners. I thought you said your dad was the one buying the fidget spinners. He was, but man, there were there were a hundred and twenty-five fidget spinners in a cart which I pushed. Why did he buy the fidget spinners? <laughs> You're like, let's break this down right now. This is this is I I don't know if I can let this what the fuck? No Scott It's it gets boring if I explain why the fidget spinners were bought because we just bought them for the arcade to use as ticket prizes. But it's much more entertaining to just say, "Hey, uh, I yeah. bought a hundred and twenty-five fidget this, spinners." You know, hey, my family owns an arcade. No big deal. It's pretty fun. It's, it's got a lot of movie posters and cutouts. You know, we don't sell them. We buy them and keep them there like fucking hoarders. It's a lot of cool movie posters, though. It's fun. Whatever. Are they cool, Blake? There's a poster for the nut job. You remember the nut job hit film where there's a fucking hey. squirrel? I pulled a nut job this morning. <laughs> Shit, okay, hold on. Let me finish this fucking Rubik's Cube because once you. It's kind of like a, a a Pringles can. Once you pop, you can't stop. I'm about and, to pop you if you know what I mean. Oh no, Papa, no. Pop, pop. I'm gonna pop your boy, Jerry. What? what? <laughs> That's the worst sentence, Blake. You've done it. <laughs> you found the worst sentence ever. I'm I'm equally proud and disappointed in myself at this point in life, so. Oh my god. I'm coming from, like, our cast. I love our cast, but we are just so equally brutal and saying terrible things, and I love it. Okay, here we go. Oh, it's all in the final stretch now, baby. I just gotta work this, work this cube down. Okay, and... It's literally the same move over and over again, but I don't care. As soon as you finish, start the intro. <laughs> okay! And, uh... Whoa! Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time! It's time, it's time for a load! I'm talking about a load! A load of BS! That's right, ladies and gentlemen, a load of BS, the greatest show on the planet, featuring the two... Best damn man of all time, and I'm talking about he, the B, to the L-A-K-E. That's right, it's Blake Tanner. Yes, it's me. And coming off of his successful conquest of the Rubik's Cube, of the Cube of the Rubik's, of the Cube of the old ancient style, the grand mystery of the Rubik, Scotty Moore. Greetings, mortals. I have ascended to a higher plane. Dude, I was riding so high on the solving the Rubik's Cube-ness that just happened that I went into autopilot, and I'm happy it worked because I had no idea what I was saying. I've done that intro so many times now that it just kind of runs through me. It just flows through my veins now. Got it in that muscle memory. It, it's mouth memory, dude. It's just like, let's do it. Son, do you not think your mouth is a muscle? I mean, I work it like a muscle. Um, oh, 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 oh. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. That's a lesson in context, like subtext, if I've ever heard it. <laughs> I use my mouth like a muscle. 
I use my mouth like a muscle. Okay, now that's two different meanings, and you know it, Greg. Calm down. Am I Greg now? You are Greg. We are all Greg. We are now, on this blessed day, all Greg. We have all become Greg. Oh, man. Oh, dude, that'd be the weirdest way for a funeral to end. Is just, like, stand up afterwards and be like, you know what he truly... He wishes to live in in all of us, so now I am Greg. And then someone else stands up, I am Greg, <laughs> I am Greg. And then finally Greg raises out of the grave, like, guys, what the fuck? I mean, then there's I, that I, one. There's the one weird relative in the back that goes, I am Groot. I am Groot. It's not the time, Jerry. We're remembering Greg. I thought he really liked Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, but he thought two was just all right. Damn he it, was Jerry. Really- he was really mad when the writer said that old Groot was dead and baby Groot was a different character. Wait, hold on. Is that a real thing? That is a real thing, and it's just the writer kind of like retconning something after the fact. It's like fucking... And I am like... It's like J.K. Rowling saying, Oh, you know, I didn't like that Ron and Hermione got together after I fucking wrote it. Yeah, right? Oh, well, I mean, I'm perfectly fine with, like, I have problems with, like, the first Court book, but I'm not going fucking full-on public and trying to retcon my series. I'm like, (laughs) yeah, sure, they fought Mike Tyson. That's a real thing that happened in this book. Like, if you want to fix it, then fix it. Write an eighth book where Ron and Hermione get divorced. Oh, no. (laughs) And then the whole book is just them fighting over custody of their kids. No, no, it's actually, and it's still based around Harry, and it is, in fact, called Harry Harry Potter and the Breaking of the Bro Code, because it's all about Harry and Hermione finally getting together, and Ron's like, but dude, bro code, you can't do that. And he's just like, I'll have to, Harry. That's what I'll do. I think the bigger implication is that means that Harry Potter cheats on his wife. No, they get, they've already been, okay, hold on, no, one of them has to be dead. One of the wives has to be, or one of the wives or husbands has to be dead in this situation. Man, this is real fucking weird. What have you been doing this week? No, okay, no, wait, I've got it. Ron dies, because that's gonna make it even better when he starts haunting Harry and telling him about the bro coat. Go fuck yourself, killing off Ron. How could you do that to your people? To To my fellow ginger. How could you do that to the greatest ginger that ever lived, Rupert Grint? Hey, I'm fairly sure there are better gingers that have ever lived, like Seamus of the WWE. Does Seamus own an ice cream truck? Oh shit, I forgot Rupert Grint owns an ice cream truck now, (laughs) like a weird little psychopath. No. Okay, so um, I had quite possibly you, you know when you're in high school and someone says something that makes you laugh, but you're in class, so you have to hold it in, and it somehow suddenly becomes the greatest laugh you've ever had in your life. I, I it's hard to get those moments now because I'm a grown ass man and I can laugh wherever I want. I don't give a damn. Yeah, I'll, I'll laugh wherever I want. I do that at podcasts all the time in the middle of crowded rooms, and I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck anymore. And so, well, I finally discovered a moment where I had to today. When I walked into the bathroom at work, which, by the way, I got in trouble for going to WrestleMania at work. It may have been because I had to miss a day of work and didn't tell anybody. I had to miss a class they signed me up for, and I was like, I don't give a damn, I went to WrestleMania. Like, even the person writing me up was just like, all right, sign here, sign here. How was WrestleMania? It's fucking amazing. It's good. It's, it's a, like, was it? It was worth it, right? <laughs> and I'm just like, it? well, Supercard of Honor was pretty dope. <laughs> okay. Oh, dude, you got to watch Supercard. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, uh, anyways, I go into the bathroom at work, and I go into like I step up to the plate as it were next to the best way i could describe him is if they he is doc brown's stunt double is how old and decrepit this man looks he's got a bald spot with it frayed out like bernie sanders he's tall and lanky and as i walk in he's clearly been standing there for a while and there is there are no there's no stream happening 
And I'm like, oh, poor well, boy's having like some prostate issues or whatever. So he's just having his issues. He's just having his problems. So I step up next to him to the plate and I start going and I hear him start going. And I'm just like, oh, good for you, buddy. You did it. You got that little guy going. <laughs> I'm so happy. And then, but then panic sets in, Blake, when I hear it stop. And this old man who clearly is even further in his not giving a fuck I'm a grown man development just goes, oh, shit. <laughs> and he starts. <laughs> and like, yeah, I'm, you could tell that he was upset that it stopped and he was trying to chuckle it off. But I knew I couldn't start laughing in that moment. So I just kept it all in. To the point where I was just like about to die and I had to run out. And before I left, I did get out one, like that snort, and I had to pretend it was a sneeze. As this poor old man is just struggling, struggling to get some drips out. And he's just, oh shit! Damn it, damn it. This is the kind of thing that Martha would have been able to prevent. <laughs> My late wife, Martha. At which point I turned to him and I'm like, my late wife's name was Martha as well. Oh my God. <laughs> then somebody comes out from the stall and says, that was my mother's name. Yeah, exactly. And then I'm just like, Ben Affleck? And he's like, no. Oh man. So I'm Christian Bale, damn it. I'm Christian Bale. So that's how my week has gone, Blake. It's just pissing. Um, just pissing. Oh it's wait, fine. we should probably discuss the fact that some edits have been made to the concept of the BS Lint. Oh, you mean how we completely fucked <laughs> it for a weekend? No, it's now the we. Well, this is the first year of BSL, so adjustments have to be made. And me and you both it might well, it might very well be the last. Let's <laughs> let's not kid ourselves. It's. Why did you just turn into, like, a 1990s radio DJ? All right, folks, let's get back into this charade. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, well, I I got to Supercard of Honor, and I was, sitting there, I was, having, a thing. Good, I was having a good time with the show, and I walked up to go look at merch, and I noticed they had a margarita booth with these giant, like, meter stick long margaritas. And they were just like, yeah, if you want one of those, that's got four and a half shots. That's got four and a half shots in it. And you can also get another another shot in it uh, for an extra $4. At which point I frantically texted you and the Fight Boys chat saying, we, I need to. Blake, okay, we need to do this. And so now we have the rule. Now, it took me a few minutes to answer that. At what point did you, like, say, fuck it, he's probably gonna say yes. No, and dude, just get... I, I promise you, bro to bro, I waited. But the <laughs> minute your ass texted back, I jumped up like a jet airplane and ran towards it like the Roadrunner. And so, um, nice. yeah, so I got that, and oh, that poor boy pouring those drinks did not know what he was doing. He was just like, hey, y'all, how you doing? Awesome, let's put some tequila in this, and like, he didn't use a measuring tool or anything. He just kind of upended the bottle. And I'm like, wait, no, no, that's not four shots. You need to keep going, my dude. Hold up, hold up. I knew I wanted something good, but this is, oh boy. This is glorious, my child. Thank you. And so we've come up with a rule that you there's two opportunities during BSL not to drink. Uh... It was originally only going to be one because I bought tickets for a bar crawl this Saturday and I did not want to waste them. And so uh, we've established now that WrestleMania weekend, BSL is off because we cannot handle a high-profile Roman Reigns match without drinking. Oh, I would have died if I had to swap to that. Yeah, and so that's one. And then also the Day of Sin... Which is essentially where we can drink, but we have to feel real bad about it. So that's going to be my Saturday. It's just me being like, oh, I wish I wasn't doing this. Oh, that's a really cool Beauty of the Beast cosplay. Oh. Yeah, keep in mind, you also have your own day of sin whenever you wish to take it. Oh. Oh. 
Oh, the possibilities. I know. And then I think we've tr- we need to come up. I think I've got our name for our, our basically what our Easter is. Easter the end of Lent? No. Yes. No, it's the beginning. I thought Mardi Gras was the beginning of Lent. Scotty, I, Easter is already over. Yeah, I know. The, wait, BS Lent is not real BS Lent. <laughs> Lent is probably actually over. But no, no, it's it's Mardi Gras, then Ash Wednesday, which is the beginning of... Hold on, chat. Anyone in chat Catholic and know what's up with Lent? Because what the fuck, right? But um, yeah, I think our end of Lent it or end of our Lent needs to be called Mule Day, and it's essentially where we go get a giant Moscow mule and get fucked up on it. I'll get something else, but yeah, I'll, I'm with you on that. Hold on, dude, you haven't had the whiskey or the bourbon uh, mule they have at that pizza place I found in Birmingham that one time. Oh my boy, it's which, a, it's beautiful. <laughs> Which pizza place is this? It's the um, it's the one in. Do you know where that vape shop is? That's in like a downtown kind of area near where that Jimmy John's and that escape room game is that we went to that one time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the pizza place on the corner there. Oh, cool. Yeah, they also had Dreamsicle daiquiris. It's also the it, you got you remember the really bad drinking night I had. Uh, yeah, that was probably a majority of the culprit was that place. Oh, wait, nice. we have some answers from Salty Frank. Lent starts on a Tuesday, that's all I know, because I eat pancakes that day. Now, Sa- okay. Salty Frank, are you Catholic, or do you just like pancakes? Or is that like a Catholic tradition that you have to have pancakes on the first day of Lent? Well, I would like it better if he wasn't Catholic, because that means that he has to keep up with Lent just so he could have his pancakes. Oh, that's that's sad. That's like being Santa Claus, but for a much more depressing holiday. <laughs> I can only have cookies once a year. Really, bitch? Because I can only have pancakes, and I don't bring presents to nobody or drink no milk. Yes. All right. Well, Salty Frank's not Catholic. So, Blake, what's been going on with your life? Because apparently you've got some housing shit fucking up. I'm going to be moving into a new house soon because I'm a I'm a dweeb and I still live with my parents at the moment. I'm going to be moving out later, closer to the end of the year. But um, so they decided on a whim. Oh, which... my God. That sentence. Because you held out that S and decided, and I was like, so they disowned me when I told them I was leaving the house. No, they decided rather randomly that they were going to sell the house that we live in, the house that they bought less than three years ago. Yeah, we talked Um, about this on the show a while back, because I'm fairly sure, didn't you have like a rat attack you or something? And that was... Yeah, yeah, don't worry about that. Because the house has already, like, had an offer, they're waiting, the deal is going through soon, so that means that we've got to move into a new place, and guess what? There's only one place that will have us, and that is the old, decrepit home that my great-grandparents built and used to live in until my great-grandfather passed away a couple of years ago, and it has sat empty ever since. Oh, sick, dude. We're gonna have ghosts on the show. The house was built in 1963. None of the outlets have grounding, so they don't have three prongs. <laughs> none of my shit is actually going to fit until we fix that. And I am not sure if I can hook up half of my electronics without burning the fucking house down. Oh, dude, we're going to have the most exciting episode of BS ever. It's just like, hey, Blake. Hey, man, what's up? Blake, what's up behind you? Oh, that's just the house ghost. Oh, okay, well, cool. What's that on the ground? Oh, that's the fire from when I tried to cook earlier. Yeah, this is my great-grandfather. He's a horrid, raging racist. Hello, everybody. My name is Silas Tanner. Welcome me to your internets. Where are all the white women at? Uh, Silas? That's not a that's not a good thing. You know, this reminds me of one point when I was beating your grandfather because he was being a little shit. He did that as well. I was not... Oh, okay. 
for some particularly reason, like I my dog passed away the same week that my great grandfather did and I cared so much more about losing the dog that I'd had for 12 years. I'm not going to lie. We kind of had a similar almost reaction to my great-grandmother because apparently I was the only person she ever actually liked. Everyone else, she was just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. And she was a shitty person as well from what I've heard. unless, Unless I'm thinking of a different grandmother in which case, great grandmother. In which case, I'm sorry. Well, I'm sure that like since all the ghosts are trapped in the internet now, that she heard that and it's all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, I will say she did say that when she, like she saw me come into her like room at the nursing home once in like a little bitty suit, not as a grown man, like I was a baby at the time, and she was just like, "He's gonna grow up to be a preacher." He's gonna teach the people about the about the ways, <laughs> and I'm just in there like, nope. Uh, I mean, I might write a self help book one day that's gonna inspire people to choose their own path. But I also do a show called A Load of BS. So, oh, dude, I had a terrifying moment at work the other day. I was just sitting there, and this kindly old black woman walks up to my counter, and she's like. Do you have a website? And I was like, uh, yes. Oh, okay, because someone from Jewelry sent me over here and said you could tell me about your website because ne- I'm trying to work on some jewelry. Come to find out, there's also, because like when I work, when I'm at work, I'll pull my hair back so I got like a mini ponytail. There's another dude who works there that does that who has a website and makes jewelry, but. For a brief moment, I was sitting there like, how the fuck does this old woman know about BS? How does this old woman... Does she like opposite attractions, maybe? Maybe fight boys? Well, see, that's when you pop up. You gotta put your fedora on at that point and go, Milady, let me tell you. Milady, let me tell you about my podcast. I'm a real nice guy. And I do a podcast. I'm a nice boy. Let me tell you something. Oh, Salty Frank just give, has got a point. I'm a preacher of BS. Oh, so yeah. I, guess, I, guess I mean, you do, got that right. you do listen to how you start the intro every week, right? <laughs> oh, ladies and gentlemen. A boss head girl. I went fully into that voice for uh, uh, just subtle plug for the new Quizlecorp Risen audiobook that just come out. I do go into that voice at one point. Because I wrote a preacher into it, and it might have been my favorite chapter to record of all time. With that audio book that just come out. That audio book, which just got a, uh, audible.com. Get your free 30-day trial and pick up Corp or Corp Risen for free, ladies and gentlemen. Get it. Anyways. We need... Yeah. I, I want our own Audible-like link, but we're just not there. Salty Frank, get us popular. Get us popular enough to have our own Audible link. That way I can make money twice. Are you so- <laughs> Blake Tanner quietly signing up for Audible in the background? Yeah. No, I, I've realized that there are some, like, things that I can do while we're- While, like, you're you're doing your thing. <laughs> and one of those things is that I can play my grand strategy games. Because that means I can pause at any time for my turn to talk. <laughs> So this whole game, I mean, that's kind of what I think of a load of BS like, is just this grand strategy game, and then I'll just pause every few minutes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. For me, that's more often, but yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry, buddy. I'll toss that ball of energy towards you. Here you go. Oh, no. This (laughs) is responsibility. You're like, oh, no, please do not do this to me. Oh, hold on. Do you know what the fuck happened to me as I was driving home to record this wonderful podcast that people love? What? Blake? Tanner? Well, Scotty Moore. <laughs> um, oh, no, I don't I was... have the punch that Tanner does. <laughs> um, So they've been doing some road construction on the interstate on the way, like, between me and my house. Mm-hmm. 
And they've been sectioning off parts of the interstate so they can work on those these bridges because, like, you don't want people welding <laughs> above you and then burning, like, welding shit to drop down on your car. <laughs> oh, God. Blake, I'm allergic to your story, but keep going. Well, too bad. Um, so they'd sectioned off half the highway, so they'd cut off, like, two lanes. And it was backed up, and it was backed up way more than usual. And I come to find out that some idiotic, dumb ass bag had crushed two of the giant traffic cones that they had set up to tell people don't go in this fucking lane so these people who were being supposed to be herded by all of the signs that they had set up and the whole line of traffic cones they see this break in these cones and they see these two crushed cones and they don't think Oh, some idiot just smashed through these cones. What what a stupid thing to do. They think, there's my opening. I'm going to go into this area I'm not supposed to go into. Really? Yeah. They doubled it up. They doubled down on that shit. And do you know what? They weren't supposed to fucking do that. Yeah. They were. Um, Here's what it is. They, They saw the cones get damaged and they were just like, brethren. He has forged the way for us. Now we may enter. Quickly. And so I, I'm still watching people drive through this break in the cones, completely ignoring the fact that, like, everything else is telling them, don't go here. Look at these signs. There's literally one right in front of you after you enter this break in the cones that's telling you to go to the other side. Oh, you know what? That sign's not for me. I'm just gonna, I'm just going to go around it. And you know what happened to all these people? They died. 50 feet in front of where they entered into this break of cones. They see that they can't fucking go any further. Because there's road work. And so they all have to try to drive through all the other cones that are set up and try to hope that their vehicle doesn't crush anymore and make even a worse problem. And do you know what I did to those people, Scotty, as I passed them? And they were trying desperately to get back into the flow of traffic? Yeah. I waved as I passed on by them because I was not going to let a single one of those idiotic trilobites in after their stupid, stupid decision. Why didn't you just do like a Chris Jericho era 2009 promo? (laughs) These filthy parasites! And all of the people that did that deser- deserve to be Darwinized. Dude, these fucking millennials nowadays, man. You just run over some cones and then you think I could go... Motherfucker, into- you don't think these were old people? Oh, I know for a fact they were old people. I was just doing an impression yep. of Grandma... <laughs> of Grammy just being like, my, it'll be a preacher and take the millennials to heaven. Um, I actually, like... As I was passing, apparently they so whoever was watching had realized, and I saw a very, very annoyed uh, sheriff's deputy walking down the highway with like his hands on his fucking head, He's just, just like, oh like, shit, as if he were saying, "What the fuck are these people yeah. doing?" Oh man, but you know what the fuck these people should be doing, Blake? Yeah. Go to patreon.com slash a load of BS. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Patreon.com slash a load of BS is the website where you can go and support these good BS boys right here. And we got perks over there for you, ladies and gentlemen. You get access to our custom Discord. You get access to all kinds of goodies. And you get shouted out every single week on this podcast like salty frank of the seven seas like the patreon saint herself deborah moore like scott moore like alvis edgehart like miss jenny side like all of our favorites we shout you out every single week ladies and gentlemen if you just donate over at patreon.com slash a load of bs okay blake has disappeared from his chair except he didn't like i don't think the door opened so i don't think he went to pee which means he's still in his room somewhere and now i'm scared oh wait here comes the boy i thought i heard the fucking mouse again damn it i knew it i was gonna call it i was gonna say it was the mouse
Yep. Oh no, Salty Frank. Uh, you know what, Salty Frank? We, I'm sorry for calling you a patron when you were not a patron. But you are still the first mate of the BS. You will always be the first mate of the BS. Salty Frank of the Seven Seeds. Alright, so, uh... <laughs> so, Blake, here's the thing, man. Valentine's Day's coming up. <laughs> yep. In ten months? Yeah, man. Valentine's Day's coming up, and so... I've been doing research on podcasts, and you know what people love? They like married people. They like the stories. They like to see love bloom, love grow, and then eventually marriage and then babies. They like to grow up with their podcasts. And with uh -huh. that spirit of marriage in mind, that's why I would like to publicly ask Blake Tanner to go join a fucking dating website so we can get something. What? Are you not enough? <laughs> Am I not enough for you, Internet? <laughs> no, uh, I, I just, I really want to explore some of the bullshit the Internet has to offer when it comes to dating websites. I found a lot. Um, I could, okay. So I found this wonderful article that's just a bunch of web dating websites. Would you like me to read some of them off? Yeah, yeah. Well, how about this? This will be our list from which we call to find the perfect Blake Tanner dating website. Okay, this first one I think has some um, has some possibility. Van Personals. Okay, hold on. Can we can we game it? And now I have to guess just off that name because I'm fairly sure that's a fucking vampire dating site. Yes, well, it is one of the largest gothic and vampire dating sites on the net, Scotty. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was a nothing but trouble fan fucking dating website. I'm glad you've been researching that for the next segment. <laughs> there we go. Um, but, you know, while I have had my run-ins with um, women of the goth persuasion, I'm past that point in my life. Okay. Oh, here's one that I think can match me, maybe. It's called the Ugly Bug Ball. Oh god, yeah. I don't I don't even know if I could guess this one. Well, here's their motto. Dating for the aesthetically average. Oh, Blake, you are not aesthetically average. You're a handsome boy. Not according Yeah, well, according to some of the pictures on this website yeah i think you're right <laughs> um oh i am really into this one trek passions trek passions mm -hmm. or shrek passions trek t-r-e-k one would be so much better than the other donkey i need to find love how how many people in my area do you think would be subscribed to Trek Passions? In your area? Yeah. If one of our college professors wasn't already married, I'd say he'd be on there. But other than that, no one. Alright. Oh, I don't think I'd be alright for this one. It's called Tall Friends. Tall Friends! Oh man, can we open that up and register Dylan though? Because Dylan's like 50 miles and 50 uh, feet high. Dylan is also engaged. Well, no, this is tall friends. This isn't tall lovers. That's true. Here you could, well, it says here you could mingle with tall singles uh, and tall, tall, beautiful women, tall, handsome men. Now, hold on. Is there, is this kind of like a bear and cub situation in uh, the gay culture? Where could uh, a tall woman perhaps be looking for a tiny man? Are you, Do you want to be a boy who gets to see a giant woman? Scotty, you're trying to make this into a joke. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. No, we've discussed it before. How taller women are extremely attractive once I get over my bullshit masculine, oh no, they're taller than me. Once that goes away, I'm just like, oh, fuck yeah, taller women. See, I don't have that, so it's just like, 
yes all the way. Oh, no, no. It's disappeared already. I've been around enough tall women to be like, I'm down with it. Oh, well, I don't think I could do this next one. Yeah. STD match. <laughs> Is there an option for none? You just be like, I don't. Who well, wants it? Let's see. I, I think everybody already knows about Farmers Only, so let's skip that one. Yeah. You um, don't have to be lonely at FarmersOnly.com. I don't... This next one is confusing because it doesn't fucking tell me anything. It's just called Salad Match. What? Find your salad soulmate today. Okay, Blake. We need to keep exploring, but I need us to sign up for Salad Match. I want to fucking know what Salad Match is about. Um, okay. Let's let's look at Salad Match. Hey, Scotty? Yeah? I can't find the actual Salad Match website. I only find people talking about the Salad App no! website. No! Maybe it's an app. Oh, wait, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually an app. I'm not, I'm not doing that. All right, well, I'll do that while you do this. I was trying to set up a really funny goof where I was going to pretend to sign you up for a website, but instead sign you up to be a member of the Ku Klux Klan. But apparently that website we found to do that that one time has officially been taken down. I did find KuKluxClan.biz, though, but I don't think that's as trustworthy of a site. I don't think... I forgot we did that. Oh, when we, uh, as a fun prank, signed someone up to be a member of the Ku Klux Klan? Yeah. That was a that was a simpler time when we didn't think that the Glue Klux Klan was ever going to be relevant again. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, also we did give up on it once we realized that it cost thirty dollars to sign yeah. up, and we we're Don't like, "That's too much." You have to pay to be a racist. That's bullshit. No, it. Okay. This next one I don't think could work for me, but it could work for our good friend Captain Tibbs. Because it's called Sea Captain Date. Oh, shit! I love that! Now, hold on. <laughs> is, is it S-E-A or S-E-E Captain? S-E-A. Because Sea Captain Date was my favorite children's book. Yeah. Can you believe they made it into a gritty, like, Netflix reboot? Yeah, right? It was really edgy. Their, okay. One of their mottos is, in the unforgiving ocean of love, let us be your lighthouse. Mm -hmm. um, I'm finding a little bit mo more on Salad Match. Unfortunately, I think it's just for iOS, so I can't do oh. it. I'll, I'll get on that. After I sign up for fucking Mullet Passion. Oh, shit! Yes, Mullet Passion! You remember how you asked how many people around you would be on the Trek one? I can guarantee many more around you are going to be on mullet fashion. Hey, I don't know if you can see how long my glorious mane oh, has gotten, but I'm there. You're getting that AJ Styles hair, my boy. I know. Um, okay. Oh, here's one that both of us would enjoy. Hot sauce passions. Oh, yes! Okay, Blake, um... A little bit more info. Apparently, Salad Match isn't as funny because it was released by an actual salad company. And what it was was you put your Facebook profile picture, your favorite kind of salad, which just salad, who made it, which just salad location is your favorite, and what time of day you go there, and then it matches you. That's good, but Scotty. Oh no, what did you find? Do you want do you want to find your diaper mate? <laughs> oh. Diaper mate. It is the largest free personals community for adult babies and diaper lovers. I want to Google to find out more, but I don't want to Google to find out more. I've never nope. been more conflicted. <laughs> oh. Oh, here's the here's the polar opposite to the ugly bug, the Darwin dating. The motto is: Are you sick of dating websites filled with ugly, unattractive, desperate 
fatsos? That's kind of mean. That's really oh. mean. No this one was... signs up for a dating site. Well, actually, never mind. They all sign up for a dating site thinking I'm an ugly piece of shit. But, like, <laughs> how the... That's how, what I did. How egotistical do you have to do? I don't know, Scotty. Tell me. Oh, well, hold on. Let me get on this website really quickly. Um, I want to see how attractive rules... these... What? What was the name of the website? I want to see how pretty these people are. Darwin Dating. Darwin Dating. Okay. Keep going. Um, Keep going. Our strict rules and natural selection process ensures all of our members have winning looks. Will you make the cut? Dude, I kind of want to know. For no other... I just like, am I making it? How about clown dating? How about fuck you? No. Everyone loves a clown. Let a clown love you. Are you sure everyone loves a clown? Because no, I don't, actually. Oh, that's fair. Hey, how about we go back to basics? Let's do Amish dating. Now, see, Blake, I think you could probably get Amish dating. The thing is, Scotty, Mm -hmm. the whole thing about dating websites is kind of against the Amish thing. (laughs) Now, to be fair, apparently one of our listeners on Opposite Attractions is Amish, so uh, I don't know. Some shit just happened, I guess. Oh, I guess that's fine. You know what? I'm going to move on to something more my speed. The personals. Oh, okay. The Cat Lover Social Network, where myself, who loves cats but is also real badly allergic. Wait, what? Yeah, I'm allergic to cats. Oh no no, I am too. I thought you were saying <laughs> I thought you were saying the website would match you up with other people who love cats but are deathly allergic to cats. Oh, I wonder if that's an option. Yeah. Um and that brings us to the one that I really want to get into. Equestrian Cupid. Yes. Yes. Oh dude, no, hold on. Before you get into it, can I just say what my version of this website would be? Yes. You do not get to see the woman. You only get to see her horse. Her horse. And rate her off her horse. And then once you, like, the first date, the horse is there, and then she moves out of the way to reveal the woman behind. Well, you have to ride on her horse to find her. Oh, dude, that's good. You're like, go find her, Becky. That's not a horse noise. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck kind of horse are you? Oh, my God. I'm sorry. The pigeon horse. <laughs> Becky the pigeon horse. Oh God. Um, oh, let's see. Look, that's an actual tear in my eye. Yeah. There's other things like gluten-free singles. Um, there's another horse one called Love Horse. <laughs> Love Horse. I feel like that one, equestrian lovers and farmers only, would have a lot of uh, crossover. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to um, see. I'm trying to get access to Dar. Apparently, Darwin dating has been taken off the wet internet because I can't find Darwin dating. You know oh, why? That's good. It deserved to be. <laughs> you want to know why you can't find it? Because if you're overly attractive, you don't need a fucking dating website. Yep. There's one that I found, and I think I'm just gonna look it up. Okay, is this the one we're gonna sign you up for? Um, it's called Conjugal Harmony. Hold on. <laughs> conjugal E-Harmony? No, just Conjugal Harmony. Oh, okay. Um, it is your number one dating website if you want to date someone in prison. Oh, fuck yeah. Now wait, hold on. Do I get to choose if they have been in prison or about to get out of prison? Well, Currently... let's see. Um, the tagline of this is all the sex none of the nagging this is probably on par with like mail order brides of creepy shit 
okay, I don't know if this is a real website anymore. Aww. The first person that I see is Brandy IY. She was arrested in California at the age of 20. Um, her hobbies and interests, it, I play ping pong and dream I'm playing ping pong. Um, oh shit, I jumped away. What the fuck is this website? Her conviction <laughs> is drug deal went bad. Next thing you know, I got hauled off for killing a cop. I'm a good person. Are you sure this isn't like a weird advertisement for like the new season of Orange is the New Black or something? Oh, Maybe? dude, I'm on it right now. Hold on a second. I'm seeking a woman between the ages of 18 and 30. Oh, wait. Well, Blake, fun fact, do not click on the stuff on the top of the page because it will not let you edit it. It instead oh. takes you to a broken HostGator website. Nice. Um... Oh, this one was arrested for vehicular assault, vehicular homicide, reckless driving, and I had a ton of weed in the trunk. Normally, you wouldn't think an arsonist would be good at sex. Boy, was I ever wrong. Thanks, Conjugal Harmony. Yeah. Oh. What? Two counts premeditated murder on my sister kids I used to watch? Hold on, maybe it's supposed to be sisters' kids, but I also like sister kids as well as the option. Yeah. What oh, is this website. Scotty, her name. She she was she is convicted in Mississippi. Her hobbies and interests. I do protection in here, and I also like to read and do some poetry. She was convicted for rape, assault with a deadly weapon, and rape again. Hold on, wait. Does Only it say rape again life. or just rape a second time? No, and rape again. Only takes three for life and three's a crowd. Her name is Fisty. <laughs> My favorite Fallout NPC, Fisty, now on conjugalharmony.com. This is not a fucking real website. Yeah, there's no way, dude. Um. Oh, shit. 13. I need to find the ones near me, though. <laughs> I do need to find the girls near me. Um, I finally found a wife with the perfect amount of freedom and rights. Oh my god, dude, no. There aren't any clothes, so... Yeah, unfortunately, close there's that. not many clothes to us. Um, so... But you know what is close, Blake? What? A keyboard that you can use to type to visit merch.aloadofpurebs.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Merch.aloadofpurebs.com is the website where you can get BS merch. Fucking duh. Am I right? We got shirts yeah. featuring the new BS anime logo. We got right up here. We got the new cat dog shirt. We got Invader Zim shirts. We got, sh actually, no, that's not been on the website for a very long time. I'm sorry. Uh, but we have shirts for Opposite Attractions, for Fight Boys, for the BS Network, all your favorite programming. All has something for you over at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Blake, you hear that? Yeah, I've never heard this music before. That's the sound of the BS Buckwild movie tournament, and we are in the top eight. I don't know if that's what they call it in the NCAA, but we are in the top eight movies that we have to whittle down to determine what the most Buckwild film of all time is. And I had trouble trying to figure out, like, the seating for it, because, like, normally you just base it on how like good the basketball team is or how whatever. Well, yeah. we, I figured to use the best analogy, I determined how good the movies were using rotten tomatoes and arranged them like that, which is why this week, Blake Tanner, we have going head to head, the best rated movie in the Buckwild movie tournament, which is the lobster and also a very Buckwild movie. 
Yes. Facing off against the worst rated movie, Nothing But Trouble. Blake, these are two heavy hitters coming at the same time, my dude. I know, this is very hard. Okay, well, let's refresh on Nothing But Trouble. It's the Dan Aykroyd film where Dan Aykroyd did a lot more than Dan Aykroyd needed to do. Had a lot of nasty face makeup. Yep. Uh, he he played a character that barely moved, and during the part where the Digital Underground uh, cameo appeared and they sang a song, he played the piano backing. Oh my god, I forgot about fucking Humpty Dance being in this. Um, <laughs> then we also had John Candy as an officer of the law and John Candy as a woman. So that yes. also happened. And then, if I remember correctly, two munchkins, one of which was also still Dan Aykroyd. Yes. Am I missing anything? Because this was your film. This was your club banger, as it were. Scotty, there is so much more to go into, but I don't know if we'd have the time. (laughs) I don't know if we'd have the time for it. And this is the thing, like, the next uh, the next round we discussed, like, having to watch the movies before we did them. Yeah. But fuck, I don't know. You're like, fuck, because I the... don't know if I want to watch the movie. Well, I would watch that movie again gladly because I hate myself. Oh, Blake. Well, it's a good, it's a good bad movie to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, Demi Moore is in this, I forgot. Yeah, Demi Moore has a pointless and, like, very forced romance with Chevy Chase. Nope, that's a big old nope for me. No, no, no. I am looking on the Wikipedia page, because I figured now we need to delve into the deeper backstory to see which one truly gets more buck wild. Um, According to one biography, Chevy Chase, quote, knew that the film was going to be the worst film he would ever make. But because of yes. his friendship with Dan Aykroyd, he accepted the role. Reflecting on the film some years later, it was noted as an unfortunate turning point in Aykroyd's career that as the director, writer, and star left only him to blame for the film's spectacular failure. Um, I would like to point out, so do you remember in Ghostbusters, the ghost blowjob scene? Yeah, yeah, the worst. That was all Dan Aykroyd. Like, Dan Aykroyd really pushed to get that scene involved. Dan Aykroyd's weird. This whole movie is one big ghost (laughs) blowjob. This is a big ghost blowjob. That's that's how I think of this movie. Man, but Dan Aykroyd, I want to love him because he makes Crystal Head Vodka. But also, okay. Let's also see what it did to the career of Dan Aykroyd, how buckwild this film was. Dan Aykroyd, uh, we'll just say pre-trouble, PT. We got Blues Brothers, uh, Trading Places, Ghostbusters, Indiana Jones? I didn't know that. Um, The Second Caddyshack, Ghostbusters 2, Driving Miss Daisy. Now we're going to go into post-trouble land, where we have films like Canadian Bacon, Sergeant Bilko, Ants, not A Bug's Life, the shitty Bug's Life rip-off, Ants. Ants. So yeah, oh, Christmas with the Cranks, I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry, Tammy, which was that weird Melissa McCarthy movie. So, yeah. we can agree that that movie is buck wild and that it ended the career of a very beloved actor and forced him to start making bootleg vodka. Um, now let's move on to The Lobster. Fuck, dude. So much in The Lobster. Like, you were talking about nothing but trouble having a lot to, like, recall. All I remember from The Lobster was, like, he woke up next to his brother but his brother was a dog and his brother dog had gotten killed by the woman he didn't like, but was trying to date. Yep. And also there was a biscuit loving fuck woman. 
There, yeah, I guess that's a good way to put her. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, no. I, if I remember correctly, the credits of this film do accurately call someone Biscuit Woman. She is the Biscuit Woman. That is all she is known as. Which is, but I mean, that's a good case for that bi- for this being the one to go on. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Um, there are not like. Only a couple of characters actually have names. Yeah. The main character, David, you know, played, of course, by Colin Farrell. Right. Um, there is the short-sighted woman, the lone leader, the maid, limping man, who is John, heartless woman, lisping man, Robert, nosebleed woman, hotel manager, biscuit woman, loner swimmer, doctor hotel guard the only thing the only thing that i keep coming back to on this film and the problem i'm having with it is the fact that since it was well reviewed it obviously got what needed to get done done but that also means that like a lot of the buck wildness was on purpose and i don't know i think that lessens the buck wildiness of it i don't know because like here's this here's the counterpoint because Back when nothing but trouble was released, and we talked about this when we when we did these two movies head to head, this was kind of just like the way a lot of these niche movies were. Like Buckwild shit had to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, fair point. Because like, because we put it up against Ninja Turtles, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, 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 and that one also featured just some. Moments of buck wildness that just kind of got put in there. Um, my thing is like with me, we I guess we need to lock down the definition of buck wild, and I feel like if you can explain it easily, it's not as buck wild. In other words, if you could look at it and be like, "Well, the hit, the girl killing his brother or dog is like a way of talking about a relationship that." Uh, removes you from your family or like separates you from that or something like that like if there's an easy artistic explanation that motherfucker is this easy for you to explain (laughs) hold on yeah hold on this is gonna be a quick test give me some scenes and i'll explain them artistically okay um can you explain the scene of where the hotel manager catches one of the – and I, I think this is a good one, but I think you can also explain it. But um, So the hotel manager catches uh, one of the dudes who is forcing himself to have nosebleeds so that he can match with a woman who has nosebleeds and as a punishment sticks his hand in a toaster. Aren't we all just bread, Blake? Are we all just bread waiting to be toasted? I'm sorry. He was caught masturbating, so she put his fingers in a toaster. Um, and I repeat, aren't we all just bread waiting to be toasted? Um, no, I think you could probably get into, like, something about hands and masturbation and punishment with hands. I don't know. Fuck, dude. I forgot the dude jerked off and then got his hand thrown into a toaster. Man, this one's... We started... Because, like, the rest of them are arranged pretty, like, fairly, like, one way or another in the rest of the bracket. This one is the toughest one of the whole bracket, I think. That's true. I think... Are we going to have to throw it out to the audience? There's some Buckwild stuff that you can kind of explain. Yeah. Um, in the lobster, in the fact that like it is kind of a it is a metaphor for how we search for love and how like it is kind of abstracted and it's very absurdist, but it's all kind of that that search. I mean, in the end, Colin Farrell's character blinds himself to be with the woman that he loves. Because he wants to match with her. Yeah. And that's really nice and romantic, Blake. But this ain't about nice and romantic. It's about which one's more buck wild. But fuck, dude. I really think the lobster might be it. That's true. But 
Hmm. I think the lobster may take it, dude. Even though it's like more artistic and intelligently created as opposed to Okay. If that's if this is the direction we're going, and I'm fine with it either way, because I brought both of these movies and they're both fucking good. Yeah. You have to see Mr. Bone Stripper. I have to Oh, of course. I forgot about Mr. Bone Stripper, the giant roller coaster. What kills yeah. people? Oh god, Mr. Bone Stripper! He has his own fucking music. Here he goes. I tell you what, there, I'll give you all your coke and your grinders and spoons and pots and guns and knives. I'm going to keep all your coke and your grinders and the other end, okay? me saying what the fuck quite a lot um i can i show you the dinner scene what did i show you the dinner scene uh yeah i think you did and uh no dude that's pretty good mr bone stripper is good because here's i I don't want to say there needs to be almost a joy in how buck wild it is because I think yeah. I think we had like an experience with both uh, the lobster and uh, what was the one I brought to the Grimsby, where it wasn't a happy "This is Buck Wild." It was a sad. Why? Why would they do this? Why yep. would you do this to me? And I think that's kind of that may be giving the edge to uh, Mister Bone Stripper himself on nothing but trouble. What do you think? Now, I also think that Mr. Bone Stripper, like, it's a good example, but it's also just scratching the surface. Like, it's been a while since I'd seen this movie, and it had been when I tried to explain it, which is why I think that, like, the impact wasn't as great as it should have been Yeah, in the first round. But... I don't know. This is so hard because we brought up a lot of good points for both of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one is fucking tough, my dude. Um, oh, shit, man. I don't know. Because, like, my thing is, like, the lobster's buck wildness just seems so cynical almost to me. I don't know yeah. why. It well, does... yeah, that's that. that is the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know, and I don't. I don't know if that's what this tournament's all about. I feel like Well, I'm going to send you a timestamp YouTube video and I sent it uh with Ca- via Captain Tibbs through the chat. Is this from Lobster? This is no, this is still from Nothing But Trouble. Okay, hold on. No. I, we've we've already shown one and I already know I'm going to have to fight YouTube on copyright claims oh, on yeah. it. Oh yeah. Well, you're probably going to have to fight harder for the, the Lobster. Oh yeah, fair point. All right. So um, Man, I yeah, I think I I my hat's in nothing but trouble. Initially it wasn't entirely because it made me realize that if it went to the next round, I would have to watch nothing but trouble. But now after seeing Mr. Bone Stripper and seeing it had that I don't know that 80s 90s buck wildness that inspired this whole tournament, I think I'm going with I think I'd say nothing but trouble. I think that's another reason why I, like, I always wanted to do nothing but trouble for this tournament. Yeah. Because it's got the same kind of wildness that inspired this. And as much as I love the lobster, and as much as it is hands and feet above a better and, like, amazing film that everyone needs to see. Yeah, well, no, no, this is not a a tournament about good movies, Blake. No, that is true. Like, this is the best move, the best rated movie in this tournament. Yeah, yeah, literally. It's the best rated going against the worst rated, and the worst rated is moving on. Possibly. I mean, I, if, if I had my say. I... And I, 
I think that the reason I showed you Mr. Bone Stripper is because I already knew which one I wanted. Yeah! Well, ladies and gentlemen, whoever moves on to the final four is going to be in nothing but trouble. As nothing but trouble moves on to the final four of the Buckwild movie tournament. Scotty, can we, as a B, like a BS bonus, just do roving commentary over nothing but trouble? Oh, well, no, I was going to say whatever won the tournament, we would do a commentary over. Or we, oh, could just, yeah. we could just do the final four, so we do commentary over the final four. That is true. That could take some time, but I would like that, since we have to watch all of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only way you'd get it, be able to get access to it is, of course, by donating over on Patreon.com slash a load of BS, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. So, Blake, it's been an episode. What did you learn? You know what, Scotty? I learned that you can have the most meaningful and wonderful plot of all, but you can't beat Dan Aykroyd and his penis nose. <laughs> and I learned that it costs money to be a racist nowadays. $30 to be exact. So, Blake, where can they find you on the internet? Find me at Blake A. Tanner on the Twitter. Um, you can also find me at the Darkroom Vidget. That's Darkroom V-I-D-Y-A on YouTube. Uh, we've actually been previewing and working on some videos that we're hoping to get out uh, pretty soon. We've been playing some PUBG. Uh, we've been doing what we're gonna getting ready to gear up for what we called Source Mod Summer, if you like any games made with the Source engine. Oh, okay. Are you guys going to do a We Suck It, We Totally Suck It PUBG? Oh, yes. Fuck yeah. We got that in the works. We got one for GTA 5 in the works. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Awesome. I'm happy to see that channel, like, growing and doing shit. Uh, and you can yeah. find me on Twitter at Scotty Mo. That's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E-M-O. Make sure to buy all my books on Amazon. There's Queasel Corp, Queasel Corp Risen. All, just look up Scotty Moore. You'll find all the shit I do, ladies and gentlemen. And, of course, make sure to check out all of our other podcasts, wherever podcasts are found. There's Fight Boys, our pro wrestling podcast. There's Opposite Attractions, the show where me and my buddy Jim Murphy actually try to build our own theme park, and it never works out properly. And then me and Blake are actually in talks to hopefully, possibly get a few more shows down the pipeline. We it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool, and we're going to kick cereals ass. S-Town, watch out. We're coming for you. Watch out, S-Town, motherfuckers. You may have just been nominated for a fucking Peabody Award, but we're going to pee on your body. <laughs> going to pee on your body, S-Town. I'm All right. so sorry for the comments I made tonight. <laughs> I apologize in all. So yeah, make sure to do all that fantastic stuff, ladies and gentlemen. And as always, you can find us at aloadofpurebs.com. Buy our merch at merch.aloadofpurebs.com. Donate to the Patreon, find us on Facebook, subscribe on YouTube, and remember you can find Blake and me on Twitter at a load of pure BS, except no substitutes, and we will see you next week! <laughs> <laughs>